bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dumb Gay Quarantined Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in coronavirus, like we're talking about reality TV. Grr. The podcast has changed. (laughs) Housewives ain't got shit on coronavirus. Nope. Even Jax and Tom Sandoval fighting over (laughs) Jax's wedding can't hold our attention. The quarantine drama be so high. We have to watch rednecks wrestling tigers to feel normal. (sighs) Dumb gay coronavirus. Honestly. (laughs) That's where we're at. Honestly. I know everyone's watching Tiger King. Every single person on the planet. And we we did too. Or we're in the midst. But I need to be honest with the girls and burrs. I'm enraged. Yeah. And I fucking hate it. (laughs) Yeah. We're not going to really. We're we're going to. We're going to dance right over Tiger King. We understand the we understand the, the draw, especially particularly now. But, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, God damn, the guy's gay. He's wearing I want I want it all except for the torture, the slavery, the rape, the the child trafficking, the human trafficking, the slavery, the animal torture, the animal abuse, the animal killing. Without all that, I would love it. And you're only on episode two. I don't. I told it, you we yeah, had a whole thing. It's. Much, much worse. If it was just about people killing each other, I honestly would be so in. But as you know, yeah. whatever. And I'm just the whole entire thing. And just just I, I'm I'm having like a literal thing about it. Well, I think everybody should get everyone did it in one day. So I think you should all sign up for the our Patreon podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, sign up and I'll finish watching it. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's good. Go to Patreon.com slash Dumb Gay Politics. <laughs> And sign up. You can sign up for uh, we do two podcasts a week. Basically, we and they're both an hour long. They're separate podcasts. Mm -hmm. So if you want to do just one a week, it's just a dollar for one and it's two dollars for two. Perfect. And I want to send a shout out Mm -hmm. to Gemma and Craig Heard McKenney. It's like they're a couple. (laughs) Gemma Sadowski. (laughs) Gemma and Craig Heard McKenney. They were married. Um, on a on a cruise ship a month ago and so they upped their pledges and oh. I'm sure Gemma's like trying to find the phone cord to strangle me with it right now or her headphone cords it's so sweet that they did that I guess some people it's the way these things work you know yeah. some people end up like bailing or some people well I mean some people end up going broke and dying in oh a ditch. yes during the coronavirus yeah, yes then, we understand yes yeah. of course and then some people you know, if there's even people that got rich off 9-11, what can you do? It's like, right. it's just the way it is. Like, Or your job keeps paying you or whatever it yeah. is. You're just, you just yeah. stay the same. Um, so thank you to everyone who's staying with us. 
please my god uh, yeah, exactly we'd be dead in a ditch without you and thank you to Gemma and Craig they've been more help than just upping their pledges they're yeah. just they're just great people and they're actual friends of ours but um Craig heard McKenney mm-hmm. he uh he's helping people do their resumes while they're stuck at home there's there's never a better time to update your goddamn resume not only will he help you up your resume which I'm sure means lie Making on it. up things yeah. <laughs> right mm. that could be only what it means mm-hmm, i mean mm-hmm, at this point mm-hmm. i'm gonna help have him help me with my refi so he can you know <laughs> oh and i'm as i'm doing my resume i'm gonna be like um executive studio management professional of a huge podcast from tw- yeah from 2012 till present um also um fluent in <laughs> Four different languages. Oh. Experienced with Microsoft Suite Office, <laughs> Excel PowerPoint, mm, Adobe Premiere Dubai. All of it. Exactly. You know how to put download update on your shit on Adobe. Download update Microsoft <laughs> Apple Times. All of it. If you want Craig Heard McKenney to put that on your resume that you're a movie decoder like Meow Meow, <laughs> Then you God. should, you honestly email Craig at headshake at msn.com. Headshake at msn.com. Craig's still doing it hotmail style. That's hotmail. <laughs> That's basically hotmail. Uh-huh. Now, I'm not, this isn't an ad for Craig, even though at this point, I'll suck his dick for upping his pledge on the Patreon. And you know what I mean? And he's married. He's in a committed relationship with another man, and I'll still do it. But mm, gross. What, what this is, is. You're welcome to everyone because if somebody offered to help me fucking dance up my resume, I'd be like, yeah, I want to. Um, I will be contacting Craig as an anonymous <laughs> name. My name might be Sharon Bernstein. <laughs> so if you do hear me and I am going to up my resume for all kinds of work yeah. and for, you know, that going back to school resume. Oh, I mean, I'm please. Julie can do her font. And the, she can do the font and she can do like the typesetting and like the whole like arrangement. Mm-hmm. But then you get into the details and it's no, no, no. Kooky. Don't start reading it. because no. People are like, well, this looks nice. Yeah. And then it's like big capital letter, little letter. No grammar, no punctuation. Yeah. A period where a comma goes. Is that an exclamation point? Is that a question? No. He's also going to help you job hunt. And, and when I tell you the man... He's got contacts in every contacts of contacts of contacts. Mm-hmm. Like he he put on our show in Seattle. It was by far the best show we ever had. Ever. We're going to forever be in his debt, which is why I try to lose his number. I'm like, God, <laughs> man, like it's like he did so much for us. It, uh, it was for nothing. Mm-hmm. Just like an incredible guy. But he knows some. He's calling up congressmen and shit. I know it's crazy. He he one he, of those people. He'll be able to get you a job. Just if you want a job in whatever field, tell the man he will get you the job. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I'm, it's it's and and I doubt it needs to be in Seattle. So he's got contacts. It's called national. It's called international. It's called Craig Hurd McKinney. That's what it's called. It's called Headshake at MSN dot com. <laughs> okay. So before we go, I think we should hear from one of our podcast babies. Okay. Writer. Now Ashley Ryder is like you know. A, a friend and her baby's name's writer. We don't know her baby's last name and it's probably for the best. We don't need anyone contacting her baby. Okay. It's her email isn't headshakewriter at msn.com. So, but she's a star. We've had her on here before, right? Mau Mau? Mm-hmm. And Mau Mau's favorite acting scene. Oh, and I love Ashley's voice 
in the back of that. Oh, it's so good. You can't ba- find my baby. Yeah, your baby's lost. What? <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah. So, 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 so cute. So this is Ryder and she's, you know, they're in quarantine. They're home. There's things they need to find things to do. And I guess Ryder um, is feeling her her entertainer, her singer, her dancer roots. I'm, I'm quite sure they do this every night, regardless <laughs> of quarantine. And we have said some controversial things on the Patreon regarding let it go, let it go, <laughs> wind and rain and sun, let it go. Yeah, so Dina Men's, no. Adele Dazeem. Adele Dazeem. Because we said, we think, mm-hmm. Moana is better. better. Perfect daughter. That's what Ren calls it. It's so much better. <laughs> uh, if In a fight between Frozen and Moana, it's all about Moana. What about, we're talking about the song specifically, though. Let It Go versus um, the other song. <laughs> perfect Daughter. Oh, it's, it's called Perfect Daughter. Call, no, that's just what Ren oh, calls okay, it. Okay, so it's called Perfect Daughter. Yeah. You know, listen, Let It Go is good. It is. It's catchy. You can't help you can't it. can't deny it. She's, she does, she's not afraid of the wind and the rain and the snow. She's going on her own. She's making a nice castle. She makes a nice monster. She's not going to let anyone tell her what to do. She's not afraid of her magic. I like the movie Frozen. It's good. We're now, actually talking songs here at Mimma. It's just songs. Yeah. So, singing, good, catchy, yes. All of it. However, Moana, oh my God. Like, oh, she's going to be the queen of the tribe. She won't be told what to do. She won't be told that she can't go in the water. She's take, she's taking her song and she's going independently into the nature and saying like, I'm going to do it. I'm the warrior. I'm the one. Well, actually, I play some of the real Let It Go. Oh, I'm pretty sure Let It Go is ubiquitous, <laughs> unfortunately. But this is adorable. And she's our podcast baby. Her name's actually her last name is writer. Dumb Gay Politics. <laughs> Her name is writer patreon.com slash dumb gay politics. So if you want to if you want to message writer, go on patreon.com slash dumb gay politics. She's there for and you. subscribe for a dollar. <laughs> Two dollars. Um, OK, so she's just a little setup. You know, she's dancing and singing and reenacting. Let it go. OK, here she is. She runs, 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 runs. That's her running. She's doing dancing. Yeah, she's lifting her arms up, then running to her spot, and then turning around. (laughs) I mean, how old is she? One? Two? She's probably two. She was I mean, on, she, her arms are going. And the pitch was there. Yeah. I find her voice more soothing than Adina Menzel. <laughs> I wish that she would sing it too. <laughs> oh, she's hiding behind the curtain now. Up oh, and. Oh, she knows nice. to belt. Nice. <laughs> Did she do mm. the end? I couldn't see. So then she. Now you're supposed to ride your horse. Now you're supposed to ride your horse. That's <laughs> uh, right. Well, she can be my snack wow. right now. I couldn't think of a better person <sighs> to be quarantined with well. singing. Okay. Well, now it's time to check in with the new hit comedy show that's sweeping the nation. Meow meow. Coronavirus live. <gasps> 
I love that show. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We watch it every day. Guess what, bitch? <laughs> Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Shit is real. Shit is getting real. Shit is real. As you guys know, the first segment of the podcast is always Eye of the Shitstorm. But during the time of shitvid19, we're going to start by recapping the brand new White House press conference comedy, otherwise known as Coronavirus Live! (laughs) Headlining the show is the well-known stand-up comedian and president of the United States, Donald Trump, and newcomer to the scene, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the plucky head doctor on the Coronavirus Task Force, who plays the yin to Trump's yang, and the sexual tension between these two is palpable. (laughs) Dr. Fauci is a feisty little spinner, and Trump seems to like it. But that's not all. There's a hilarious cast of rotating (laughs) guest stars, and they change every day. These press conferences are so unpredictable, you never know who's going to pop up behind the podium. Past guests include homophobic Christian comic and Vice President Mike Pence, Treasury Secretary and scary clown Steve Mnuchin, the world-famous pass-around party bottom and Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, Mm. and most recently, scrotum-juggling buffoon and Attorney General Bill Barr made an appearance at Monday's press briefing in full Elton John drag. The crowd really went wild, didn't they, Meow Meow? They sure did. If you have not seen it yet, please check it out. Coronavirus Live is on every day and on every news and network channel. It's usually scheduled to start around 11 a.m. Eastern time, but it's been airing closer to 1 p.m. But we get it. We get it. (laughs) Putting on a live improv comedy show, it's stressful. You know what I mean? There's a lot of moving parts to deal with, especially with a cast that size. I'm actually surprised they get out there by one. And the answers from Trump and his team are always lies. (laughs) So there's really nothing to do but sit back and enjoy the comedy while you're waiting for the view to come back on. (laughs) Exactly. And they do deliver the comedy. Mainly Trump, who always seems to be in a fantastic mood. He's living for his new show. Knowing that even people who hate him have to listen to him and depend on him. <laughs> it's making him feel so powerful. He's never felt more like a president to his own self. <laughs> he hasn't. He knows that his legacy cemented in history will no longer be his impeachment, but instead this fucking catastrophic bullshit. And he is thrilled about it. So thrilled. He's on the world's biggest fucking power <laughs> trip and he's, he never stops smirking. No, okay, never. He's constantly bossing around everyone on the stage yep. and throwing out witty asides. Yes. He literally looks like he's one minute away from humping the podium and flipping <laughs> off all the haters. This is what he did when a reporter wanted to ask Dr. Fauci a question instead of him. And one thing, uh, Secretary of State Pompeo is extremely busy. So if you have any question for him right now, could you do that? Because you know what I'd like to do? I'd like him to go back to the State Department, or as they call it, the Deep State Department. (laughs) Dr. Fauci did laugh in the background. So does anybody have any question? Please. Mr. Secretary, can I ask you to talk to Okay, so if you guys could hear <laughs> at the end there, fucking dumb fuck Mike Pompeo steps up and tr- and tells Trump, you choose. So Trump 
not only makes his joke about the deep state har 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 that cracks Dr. Right. Fauci up. Right. Then Mike Pompeo is such a jizz guzzler that he's like, <laughs> pick which press person. So Trump picks the trust press person for Mike, Mike Pompeo. Pompeo. Oh, the level that he's bossing everyone around <laughs> is I saw him slap Mike yeah. uh, Mike Pence on the arm and was like you know you tell him that you could go 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 Julie like rewound it for I can't, me three I watched times. it 500 yeah. times <laughs> he like not only pushed him up there then he told you said he told them what oh, to say oh he told say. them tell them it was basically like tell them everything's going good tell them everything's going great right now tell them like everything's going good, 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 good. He, here's it's another thing he constantly insane. does mm-hmm. he's constantly like this person needs to go back to work right. he'll dismiss right. them off the stage like yeah. they, and they've got to get back to work they have important work to do he just can't handle them <laughs> yo, up there yo. he wants no one up there but himself no he literally thinks that he knows he can answer any question about any single thing and the level that he doesn't care about the actual virus okay (laughs) that's where the core of all the comedy lies and you can hear it in every clip his attitude is that of a human eye roll yeah listen to how he reacts when a reporter tells him that Mitt Romney is self-quarantining first of all Senator Paul testing positive when's the last time you had in-person contact with him gee I think it was quite a while ago but also, it's been a long time. On top of Senator Paul, now four senators are in isolation, and the rules say that in order to vote, they have Who to are be they there. Who are they? Uh, Romney, Who are Senator they? Lee, Senator Gardner, Senator, Senator Rick Scott. Also, two of them were in contact with. Rick is coming out. With the critical stimulus package vote expected, Romney's in isolation. Gee, that's too bad. Do you think that Congress should consider- Come on. It's I, do I suggest sarcasm there? No. No. No, uh, sorry. Uh, and the level... And by the way, also a great actor. Wonderful actor. Oh, we have a Wonderful. we have a monologue by him later. Wonderful. So if you're... If anyone out there is doubting it, we've included a monologue here that it's will... Flawless. It, it will really... It'll really wow you. Trump hates all the reporter's guts, but he loves the attention and he loves to top them down. <laughs> he should have gone into insult comedy and roast. He really should have. He should have. He absolutely, he yeah. would be, in, he's incredible at it. He is. He can definitely dish it. I mean, beyond and like b- better than any queen. He can That's go to right. the reading room and read you to filth. That's right. Biden and Bernie better be sharpening their claws and practicing their best cunt before the debates because this motherfucker gives a zero fucks. That's right. I mean, this is what really kicked off Coronavirus Live. It really wasn't a pop-in show, like in the ratings. Well, you know how they do when the show starts out a little slow. Yeah. The comedy writers are just yeah. journey. Yeah, oh, exactly. Like, you, don't know your, you don't know your cast yet. Right. So you've got to do something. And Trump just was like, I'm kicking it into high gear. I got to get these ratings up. He got me because I'm tuning in every day the minute I saw this. And you and I both saw it live. <laughs> yeah. Extremely hungover, which always helps. So here's what happened when a reporter from NBC... Rode his last nerve a little too hard for a little too long, and he finally snapped. Fauci said there is no magic drug for coronavirus right now, which you would agree. I guess on this issue, well, we'll, 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 I, I think we only disagree a little bit. I'm sorry. I disagree. Uh, maybe and maybe not. Maybe there is, maybe there isn't. We have to see. We're going right. sure. to Is it possible that your impulse to put a positive spin on things maybe giving Americans a false sense of hope. No, I don't think so. Representing the preparedness so. right now. No, I don't think so. I think that, uh, I think it's got, you know, know, the not yet approved drug. I mean, such a lovely question. Uh, yeah, I mean. Look, it may work and it may not work. Is he supposed work. to not be positive? Come on. And I, mean, I agree with the doctor what he said. May work, may not work. Uh, I feel good about it. Uh, let's see what happens. We have nothing to lose. You know the expression? Just hundreds of thousands of lives. What do you have to lose? 
Okay. So what do you say the Americans were scared, though? I guess nearly 200 dead. 14,000 who are sick, millions, as you witnessed, who are scared right now. What do you say to Americans who are watching you right now who are scared? Take it, take it. Uh, I say that you're a terrible reporter. That's what I say. Fucking funny to say. I think even... it's a very bad signal that you're putting out to the God. American people. The American people are looking Remember, for Remember, let's hear that part again hope. a little bit. And you're doing some It's so good, I couldn't even take the anticipation. right now who are scared. Uh, I say that you're a terrible reporter. That's what I say. <laughs> I think it's a very nasty question. <laughs> a nasty it's a question? Bad signal that you're putting out to the American <sighs> people. The American people How dare he are looking ask that for question. answers and they're looking for hope. And you're doing sensationalism but, and uh, the same with NBC and Concast. I don't Concast, call it, I don't Concast, living, Concast. Let me just have for whom you He were. needed to keep Let saying it. Oh, and that got my life. I started That's saying really it. Bad reporting. I like that and he even explains the joke he just made. I don't call it Comcast, I call it Concast. <laughs> just to make it sure might, you got it. And it might not. I happen to feel good about it, but who knows? I've been right a lot. Let's see what happens, John. The American people, though, they do want hope, meow, meow. And the guy is is a little bit... Obviously, these people don't like Donald Trump. You know what I mean? These reporters. So they're just like, fuck you and the fucking nasty horse you rode in on name Ivanka. <laughs> you fucking dumb idiot. But the thing is, and she was standing to the side. Uh, like, every time she stands there. Goddamn, what is she standing there like for? a robot. Yeah. But they do want hope. And the guy is needling him. And he was going... It, went, it was way before even that. Trump had just had fucking enough and it's like and then he says it's a nasty question. It went off the rails there because the question was what do you say to millions of Americans that are scared? Right. Which is which is a valid question. A completely valid question and what Trump Trump created creates the whole thing. It's like that's fine. The reporters hate him. Obviously we all fucking hate him and he's an asshole and an idiot or whatever. He creates the, the very thing of which he's he hates because he's him. Whether or not that question is going to be nasty or Oh, yeah. It's not even nasty. It wasn't or them nasty. needling him, needling him. They're needling him because he's a fucking asshole idiot right. Right. who said fucking ridiculous shit. Right. And they they all yeah. have a an adversarial uh, yeah. way that they're dealing with each other, and that's how it is. That's why that guy feels like that. That's why Trump feels like that right. because Trump has set up an adversarial, yeah. alienating, right. attacking you know relationship between everybody, between every single person. He's like Jeff Lewis. <laughs> Good one. Excuse me. Good one. But he is. Good one. You don't bring the best out in people and you don't. I'm not going to come to you with some kind of deference, respect or or compassion or even listening to what you say, because how you talk to me is so fucking gross. I'm going to talk to you now like that. Well, the great thing is, is that Caitlin, this I don't even know her name. I don't care what any of their names are, quite frankly. Um, she's from CNN, though. We definitely recognize her. She sat there stewing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Peter fucking Cottontail <laughs> has to do with CNN because he works for NBC. After that happened live at the Coronavirus Live, mm-hmm. I switched to CNN and the morning um, Buff Anderson Cooper. <laughs> yeah. You know, the Buff Anderson Cooper. that John go- King. Yeah. So John uh, King. uh the morning time buff Anderson Cooper yeah. cussed. He was like, that is bullshit. And I was like, whoa, wow. John, it's wow. fucking noon. Wow. I missed that. People at CNN were furious. Yeah, and sure. this, this girl included. And she sat there for 30 minutes, this reporter, until finally she's like, I'm going to figure out a way to bring Peter back into this. <laughs> so listen to how she she brings it back. Because this is after Trump is like, 
we all need to come together. We need to send a positive message to all the Americans. We come together, da da da. So she's like, oh, here we go. Here we go. I do because I think I do. Yeah, of course I do. Uh, um, I do because Peter for a long time. I don't respect anything. One and I think Peter is uh, not a good journalist when it comes oh, to fairness. God. For your message to the country. Oh, I think it's a good message because I think that the country has to understand. Caitlin, there is indeed whether we like it or not, and some of the he's, people in the room aroused. don't like it. Uh, there's a lot you know, of really good Trump. news and great journalism. Yeah. And there's she's a lot like, of he asked you about your, and she's pretty. And mm. I hear it all, and I see it all, and I understand it all. Because and I'd love I'm to see your boobs. So when somebody <laughs> writes a story, it does a story <laughs> on television, and I know it's false, I know it's fake. And when they say they have 15 sources have said, and I know there's no sources, there's no sources. Yeah, there's because no you wrote that book of lies. <laughs> I know that, and I call Peter, I call Peter out, but I call other people out too. And you know, this is time to come together. But coming together is much harder when we have dishonest journalists. Huh, interesting. It's a very important profession. God, that in. yeah. It's a profession that I think is Please say. incredible. I cherish it. I love when, when he says he cherishes decide, things. I, there's nothing I love more than when he says I cherish anything. Anything. He can't, he will when he throws in I cherish it I'm yeah. I'm I'm am dead I'm dead I mean because that is I'm dead There's literally not a single thing he cherishes except for money enough it, literally uh, uh, yeah no I'm also gonna bring back via Caitlyn CNN going off like you went off on Peter it's like it's so funny oh, that she's right. saying went off right like it's 2002 like right. I mean how do you justify going off on Peter like that and then <laughs> and then he answers a little and she goes. Uh, he asked what your message was to Americans and you went off on him. She said it again. It's like, Caitlin, you're a fucking star. Don't ever let anyone stop you. Uh, Peter should have walked over and said, thank you for defending me. Yeah, Peter. What? Thank Where'd you your having... balls go, Peter? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, your name's Sorry. Pe- He's all dick and no balls. His name's Peter. Oh, yeah. You're all dick and no balls. Like, get your fucking. This just goes to show you. It's just like no one. Balls. Fuck balls. Get a fucking labia labia. Stick it on your dick and let's go. Like, I mean, he came up to her and said, thank you for having my back at my charity event. He exactly. I'm so happy you had my back. You know what? The only person who had my back here was Caitlin. (laughs) No one else had my back. Okay, so here's it. Now, I was this is what will now keep me tuning in from minute one pre-minute one to post minute two of every single one of these every single coronavirus live every single episode i will not miss trump's former press secretary sean specie spicy dehydrated meatball spicer is somehow there as a member of the white house press corps and he asks trump a question about senators buying stocks and trump plays it off like he doesn't even know him (laughs) so crazy it's i've never seen anything like it the man now this was in the beginning of the podcast so for me it's like i never watched a goddamn white house press briefing in my entire motherfucking life i've watched enough to last me a lifetime at this point he was the first person i ever knew to do that sean spicer and i remember like it was yesterday sitting in an airport in like nashville i guess not like it's yesterday because i don't know which airport but i know exactly how the tv looked where i was sitting and seeing sarah huckabee sanders and going why is that lady up there instead of Sean Spicer and the whole thing to see Sean Spicer with his molting skin <laughs> and his dancing with the stars. Oh my God. New physique sitting Ugh. in the audience when he used to stand at the podium mm-hmm. and be a 
spazoid asshole to the press corps um I, 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 it's beyond. And the, the Trump administration definitely brought the communications person to the FLOA, like beyond anyone else, because nobody really paid attention before. Oh, good. And I'm every glad. single one of, because you could watch press conferences, but there literally was no one, certainly during Obama. And even I, I, per, at least they have me, them, just nobody paid attention. They weren't stars. They just weren't exciting yeah. like this. These people are fucking exciting. They're, um, they're abusive they're yeah. they don't listen right. they're liars they they're exciting to watch they're condescending oh they're insulting. arrogant they're smug yeah. they're ins- all of their they attack it's 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 a it's it's pure eye it's eye candy ear candy it's yep. infuriating you can't so then fucking sean spicer i refuse to even <sighs> investigate it i was like you know what i could I research to- if he's there with fox news and i was like i'm not even gonna do it I'm not even going to find out. I'm just going to be like, what a weird, weird phenomenon. And of course, he got a job. And well, there's he's he's a he's a plant with that other lady who's a plant. You know, they have these plants now. Oh, what's that mean? So there's this other lady when I don't know her name, but they got her and she's Asian, which is interesting. And she asked the question about like, is it Mr. President, Mr. President? (laughs) Um. I mean, do you think it's racist to call Chinese food Chinese because it's oh, made yeah. in China or yeah. it's Ch- Chinese people make it? No, she's Asian. I don't know what Asian she is. Right. But she's they clearly chose her and she's doing that to, you know, diffuse that whole bomb. So and it's she's a plant. She's oh, a, I see. Because obviously it's not racist to call Chinese food Chinese. And she food. goes on to then make other points that help right. him and. That's what Sean Spicer's oh, there for. Okay, that's so, hilarious. So now we know that they're doing and But I gotta say, um, oh. I didn't know that woman was a plant. That's how insane fucking liberals be acting. I was like this. <laughs> that's probably real. I swear to God. But just just enjoy how Trump's pretending he doesn't even know him. And if I may start, are you concerned about members of Congress that may have used information they learned on updates? to sell stocks and profit off of this? I'm not aware of it. Uh, I saw some names. I'm not, I know all of them. Uh, I know uh, everyone mentioned uh, Diane Feinstein, I guess. And, he says and, first. Uh, Amazing. A couple of others. I, I don't says her name wrong. A couple of others. What it's about. He never says the other but names. But I find yep. them to all be very honorable people. That's all I know. And they, and they said they did nothing wrong. I, I find them, the whole group, very honorable people. Nothing like hearing a corrupt former employee ask his corrupt <laughs> former boss about corruption. And of course, name, Trump name checks only a K- Democrat California senator, Diane Feinstein, <laughs> by the way, mm-hmm. says her name wrong. Doesn't mention the other two senators being now there's a whole host of assholes yeah, being mean, investigated. There were four at that time. But he mentions none of them except her. The other two are both Republican. There's another Democrat. But thankfully... There's a non-corrupt reporter in the room, a woman who followed up and got her nerve. Her sheer audacity of coming for him got Trump so discombobulated and pissy. He could not handle that she dare challenge him. I love how this is could be a so there's that. I mean, these lady reporters are like, I'm not I don't you guys can do what you want, but no fucking man is going to talk to me like this anymore. Right. Yeah, please. The whole group would include Richard Burr, the head of the Intelligence Committee, and it also would include Senator Kelly Loeffler. And so the question is whether or not they should be investigated for that behavior. Well, it also includes Dianne Feinstein, a Democrat. You didn't mention her name. Why didn't you mention her Because name? you already mentioned her. And I think she's a very honorable And I wish person, she said that. So I know. I'm not saying, but, so you know, it's interesting senator, that you mentioned senator, two so people, but you don't mention one. That well, you mentioned only her and didn't mention the other three. 
So go fuck yourself. That's what I'd like to say. I wish she had said. You already said her name. That's why. Answer the fucking question. And of course you think they're honorable people. Literally the last thing you care about on the planet is people doing insider trading. Your middle name is insider fucking trading. Your whole goddamn family is corrupt. Your fucking sister is a federal judge who's fucking bought and paid for. So basically they're talking about some members of Congress that sold stock after attending a confidential meeting where they were told that the virus was headed this way and all the shit was about to get fucked up. (laughs) Now, at that time in the press conference, they all knew that there were four uh, Congress people who had bought and sold their stocks. Because that was last Friday. Right. So they and it was well known. It was already in the paper and we already knew who they were. Yeah. Now, the the senators are Senator Kelly Loeffler, who's a Republican from Georgia. This bitch, this bitch. She's married to the head of the New York Stock Exchange. She's super, super rich, and she's she's new to Congress and completely self-funded her whole campaign, her whole what campaign a fucking or whatever. pay to play sack of garbage, like literal. Um, according to what she did, she sold millions, 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 up to three point one million, selling shares the same day that they had the briefing about the coronavirus. So they had a they had a confidential. Like right. classified. We're talking classified. We're talking China cooked up a kooky virus <laughs> yep. in a lab, put it up With a bat. Putin. Yeah, put it up a bat's ass and then <laughs> pretended somebody ate it, flew it over to America. Mm-hmm. And now we all need to pretend that didn't happen. Right. And then she's sitting in the back with a notepad like, and how is this going to affect the stock market? And then texts her fucking husband. Oh, and, and know, they're off to the races. Yeah, they sat in the meeting and went, we're like, this is going to be terrible. We need to, people are going to have to do, are going to have to disinfect everything. I don't know what's going to happen. There's going to be pandemonium. The, the, the sanitary napkins are going to run out. <laughs> the, the people are going to go crazy. And so she was like, oh, okay. I guess what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and buy between 100000 and $250,000 in a company called Citrix, a technology company that offers teleworking software because we also discussed in the meeting how everyone's going to have to be quarantined and we're going to all have to talk to each other online. That that was one of the common investments. So insider trading, I don't even know the definition, but I'm going to just wing it because you have it there because I will never forgive the world for Martha Stewart. I don't give a fuck if Martha Stewart abuses every single motherfucker who works for her, including her cunty, bitchy daughter. I love Martha (laughs) fucking Stewart and she can come and abuse me all she fucking wants and be my terrible boss and pay me shit wages and make me shuck potatoes so she can build things with it or whatever. I don't give a fuck. You don't send fucking Martha fucking Stewart to fucking jail when the whole government is insider trading it basically turns out sweetie that so there were the there was senator richard burr who's a republican from north carolina he sold the millions in holdings blah 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 blah. he is the chair of the senate intelligence committee okay the chair of the senate intelligence committee unfortunately diane feinstein is also implicated and she like they all say she's got a blind trust she didn't know what they were doing blah 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 but she's got like about a million that was going around and then there's jim inhofe who's a republican from oklahoma then because after that, their briefings, their briefings, the fucking Senate and the House and everyone's talking. It goes into the aides, Mitch McConnell's aide and Gene Shaheen. I mean, they're yeah. they're selling and buying stocks. So if an it, aide is buying a, buying stocks based on information and they work for Mitch McConnell, that is insider trading. And also they are buying that for their boss. Right now, the the definition of insider trading is the illegal practice of trading on the stock exchange to one's own advantage through having access to confidential information. That is 
exactly what's happened. It sounds like and, the definition of the stock market to me. And, but, okay. Right. And exactly. And it's the definition of exactly what these people did. Turns out this has been a open secret for years and yeah. years and years in the government. Since 2006, they were trying to do something about it. Obama in 2012 actually made a law called... Congress shouldn't be fucking in the stock market. <laughs> yeah. He passed the Stop Trading on Congressional Knowledge Act. Literally. Wow. He passed it in 2012. I'm looking at a picture of me and him right now <laughs> that Jennifer Johnson made for me. And I could look at our wedding photo or I can look at <laughs> yeah. another photo where yeah. he's in a tux. Mm, and I want to so say good. thank you. Yeah. Well, friend. then the House and the Senate in 2013 went and was like, yeah, that's not going to really work for us anymore. So we're going to have to like make an amendment to that. They forced unanimously an amendment oh. to that stock act to repeal some of the shit that was in it. And I'm sure that was one of the only unanimous things going around because they were like, we need our money, honey. And you know what? They aren't wrong. They aren't wrong, you guys. And like coming from someone who is incredibly mercenary and materialistic and superficial, I want my coins and I want my coins for my job. So like Anthony Scaramucci said, you either need to elect people or hire them or however you're going to do it who are already deeply rich Or you need to pay these people more because they're human beings and it is it's human nature to try to save the money that you have survive and these you know they're in their minds they're making money off of corporations other corporations they're it's like almost like gambling to them or whatever it is they're not thinking that they're profiting off of human suffering and they're they've they're completely corrupted that's what corruption is you know what I mean they're they're their integrity and their moral compass has been corrupted. It's been left out in the rain and it's rotted and rusted. And 100%. Now, yeah. I want to just say that the stock market is innately corrupt. The, what's so upsetting about this situation and, and insider trading, and I agree with you it's so hard. It's just like insider trading is just is. It's like the fact that it's even a pretend law is ridiculous. Right. In addition. And a but, pretend law that put Martha Stewart. Exactly. Away. Fuck out Where of my you face pick, that. You pick and choose who you're going to who are you going to crucify over this fake law that they're all doing. So. What this what's upsetting about this particularly, though, is that they knew this is about a virus. So they knew what they were doing. They knew that, oh, people are going to have to use disinfectant. I'm going to go and buy into that company like the level of I think the Clorox, the woman that that invested in Clorox is way icky. And I will say about Dianne Feinstein, and I am not a hypocrite and I I don't I I apply the same rules to Republicans that I do to Democrats and I find them all douchey and mm-hmm. I don't like groups of people but I will say <laughs> Diane Feinstein is a fucking heaven on earth and mm-hmm. you know rich people be weird okay and <laughs> she lives in San Francisco that is one of the most that is the most expensive city in mm-hmm. this country mm-hmm. it is more expensive than New York mm-hmm. and that doesn't pay for itself okay That's right. number 1 right. but what I heard, and this could be wrong information, but don't correct me now. Let's just let these people do it for themselves. Otherwise, get this propaganda. I heard, I read, I thought that Diane Feinstein's, you know, the whole thing about her husband and the that her husband has the money and does all the investing and that it's a blind trust. Okay, well, mm-hmm. that's some bullshit, Diane. So, okay, you came home, you told your 97,000-year-old husband, we better get correct because we're about to get this virus and kick the bucket. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, shit. So obviously she tells her husband what she hears at work. That's just that's just 
the yeah. life. And he called up Bernie Feinberg and he was like. But the thing is, what he did was he sold stock and he sold stock in a biotech company. He was like this. Let me get our actual money out of there before we have to be quarantined in case we any of us have a medical emergency or any of our kids or anything happens around us. Like, let's have some cash on hand. Think about the stock market is your money's not there. It's in the air. It doesn't exist until right. you cash it out. Right. So that motherfucker went in and said, this could be our last hurrah. Yeah. Let's cash this right. million out right. and go to Hawaii and fucking mm-hmm. live the fucking life and yeah. go, you know, beat right. people to death. Right. Or whatever right. gets them off. Right. Good for them. The whole stock market is so fucking shady and way above our pay grade, but it just seems like a giant Ponzi scheme that's funded by regular people, some with money, some without, but they're regular people. And the only people who ever get paid for real are the insiders and the uber rich. They are the only people who hit those big paydays. There might be a lucky person here or there, kind of like the lottery, but otherwise it's amateur hour. Unless you're a Senate aide with inside information, you're basically going to Vegas, throwing your life savings on black and hoping the roulette wheel isn't rigged. It is rigged. You're a tool. Exactly. And one of the biggest ways they cheat the system is with stock buybacks. Now, it's confusing, but it's basically a company buying their own stocks with the company money in order to raise the price of the stock and appear more profitable than they actually are. It's one of the main ways that stupid bitch Elizabeth Holmes from the HBO documentary was able to convince investors that her business was real and viable when it was nothing but smoke and mirrors and stock buybacks she is such a steaming hot pile of dog shit i can't stand that bitch i wonder what she's you know i can't think that she's stand her yeah well she's awful she's just like all the a liar she was an aggrandizer she was i mean when you lie about so absolute sociopath yes the fact when you are dealing with people's health that's where i go how do you even with blood and your and they were just and they were tricking investors with these buybacks Mm -hmm. so here's trump on coronavirus live pretending he's going to (laughs) forbid the airlines to do buybacks with their bailout money i enjoyed this he can he has a way of talking to regular people about rich people stuff (laughs) this is okay that's more about stock buybacks many of the airlines and boeing did stock buybacks is this a deal breaker for you this. No, but it, uh, I never like stock buybacks from their standpoint. Right. When we <laughs> I'm did sure. a big tax cut, and when they took the money and did buybacks, that's not building a hangar, that's not buying aircraft, that's not doing the kind of things that I want them to do. And we're now talking about buybacks. We didn't think we would have had to restrict it because we thought they would have known better. But they didn't know better. In some case, not in all cases. Yeah, and you fucked us all. Some people did an incredible job. They built plants all over the country. I mean, you'd see what's happened. I mean, we were doing until this invisible enemy appeared. uh, We were new branding. We never had an economy like this. But there were some companies that used that money to buy back stock, driving up the price of the stock artificially in many cases. I don't like that. I don't like it. And as far as whether or not we'll have that allow them when we give them money, because we have to keep these great companies in business because of the workers, frankly, for the most part, because of the workers. The workers are my number one concern. But the way we take care of the workers is we have to keep the companies going. I am fine with restricting buybacks. In fact, I would I would 
demand that there be no mm -hmm. stock buybacks. Mm -hmm. I don't want them taking hundreds of millions of dollars and buying back their stock because that does nothing. Right. I mean, I think that it's it's so funny that even with the, you know, he he's saying he doesn't like the buybacks. He's saying that the everyone he gave the tax cut to, they didn't do what he wanted them to do. They just took the tax cut and basically put it into their own pocket. But, you know, some people did like build like buildings and stuff or whatever. But for the most part, they just took the money and ran. So, no. But that was because of him. The, the amount so, of times that he says uh, he mentions these tax cuts on Coronavirus Live, I find it shocking. I'm like, I don't know that that a lot of regular people are watching Coronavirus Live because mm -hmm. we're stuck at home. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think the Republicans really want to wave around the, the big red flag of we did tax cuts to the rich and to corporations it's like cr that's the democrats dream is being like like i feel like people are like wait what tax cuts what tax cuts he's talking about i didn't get any tax cuts exactly My taxes went up that yeah I, that, that's right they did <laughs> and yet his base is not going to they don't care they just don't care well, but, i don't i mean do you think that it will be detrimental at all that he keeps bringing it up or no, no? i don't i do not think so right, he can't no. lose well speaking of here he is delivering an amazing monologue when they asked him if he himself had sold any stocks or made any investments in advance of the crisis, which of course he did. <laughs> it wasn't even a real question. It was simply a setup for him to entertain everyone with his pathological one-man show. Did you sell stocks, Mr. President? Did you or your family sell stocks? No, I don't have stock. I own things. That Do you make any alternates to investments in advance of this? No, I don't even think about it. You know, Don't it's even very think interesting that you ask a question you know. like that. You know, nasty question, and yet it deserves to be he's asked, I guess. He always acts uh, like he's so relaxed. What yeah. I've done by uh, deciding to run, I knew this. I knew this, this first day. I said, if it's I amazing. win, it's going to cost a lot of money. It's a manifesto, it really. It billions of dollars to become president, to, to be president of the United States in uh, things that would normally be run at a certain thing, even people what? that don't like me because they <laughs> think... Things I'm that would be certainly run at a certain thing? Now, some people love me for it. Other people don't like me at all. But what? the fact that I ran, and I knew as soon as I announced, when I ran, I said, it's going to cost me a fortune, not only in terms of actual costs. Look at my legal costs. I mean, he didn't need to go into this you much people, detail. Everybody, everybody is suing about me. The level he still thinks about how much it costs him to run. Like, that's the whole thing. He's obsessed. And doing very well. That's what you're thinking about? Unfair. Uh, every but minute. I'll say this. In terms of running for president, and I don't No one asked you about running Michael for president. Kimberg no. Spent now is determined almost a billion dollars, and look what happened. I think it's very hard for rich people to run <sighs> for office. Oh. It's uh, beyond. It's far more costly. It's it's just a uh, it's a very tough thing. Now, with all of that being said, I'm so glad I've done it because you know there oh, are a lot God. of rich people around. Oh. Got a lot of rich friends, and that's important to mm -hmm. to know. They can't help. That's why and they he's can't there. Do what I've done. In that's terms correct. Of this country. That is why he's there. We are doing things. We got sidetracked by. The, the stupid fucking enemy. coronavirus. But we I got sidetracked, you know, my rich friends and me. Billions of dollars to be president. <sighs> and billions. Especially Keep with all it. the money I could have made for the last three, four years. Oh. I didn't because I was being <clears throat> president. I have no interest in it. I'm allowed to. You know, I don't know if you know, George Washington, they say, oh he's a rich man, supposedly, relatively rich. And he ran <laughs> the presidency he? and he also ran his business. They say he had two desks. Nobody complained until I came along. What? I got 
elected as a rich person. The opulence. Nobody could <laughs> the opulence of it all. So 1902. <laughs> In 1790, <laughs> yeah. he had two deaths. I'm so happy I did it. Because who cares? Who cares? I'm really cares? happy so what? with who the cares? job we're doing. Who cares? So what? Who cares? I'm glad that this... T- it's... It's... I was, was high as a kite the other night, okay? <laughs> so higher than a kite a kite couldn't even go this high i would need a kite to get down to back to earth <laughs> and mau mau had said we'd watch coronavirus live hours and hours and hours before that and she had said god damn this motherfucker's in a good mood i have never seen him in this good of a mood <laughs> and there i am floating up among the clouds and i'm thinking i have this whole epiphany as you do you know what i mean as you do suddenly jeff bezos appears and that other number two billionaire who said that we should freeze everything and Mark Zuckerberg, all these giant billionaires that lost billions in one day. And then Trump appears in the clouds and I realize, oh, they don't give that motherfucker the time of day. They don't. They don't talk to him. They send lobbyists to deal with Congress. They mm-hmm. don't deal with Trump. But now because he's calling every shot with quarantine and directing what people do and directing thought and also it's his call to the governors which cities shut down that affects Be- Bezos and Amazon mm. if it's only essential groceries you know how can is Amazon allowed to hire more employees to work in their warehouses do their warehouses have to shut down they can't socially distance the the billionaires rolled up in his office and that motherfucker's minuscule dick <laughs> got a little bit of circulation mm, in it mm-hmm. and he was like and he literally (laughs) said you guys rich people are all around me rich Rich people he said it he said it it's like he is getting his life because finally he is a wartime president and that's what he means he's like oh yeah now they come now they gotta come now they know who's the boss now they know and they do and they're like oh shit i gotta go talk to this fucking rusted out fucking (laughs) crop dusting dick and not for nothing, George Washington was rich for this for that time. Like, oh God. and let's just say he owned a plantation. Like, if you want to talk about, he's talking about George Washington being rich and have two, and having two desks. It's like the motherfucker had a fucking plantation. He had slaves. So, what do you even? You can't. You're you're comparing yourself to something that's. So well, egregious. I guess that's what he wanted to say. I guess he wanted to say George Washington owned slaves. Nobody said a word. <laughs> right, is that what right, he meant? You're right. Maybe it is. Don't even get me started on the founding fathers, which is going to be the new fucking focus of my life. He like I mean, it was already kind of the focus before <laughs> for being real. <sighs> Coronavirus live is a veritable goldmine of comic moments. These press conferences have so many ins and outs and what have yous. We just tried to pick our favorite parts. Please don't let this podcast be your only source for coronavirus updates. If you want to hear all of the important information about the virus that isn't true, you got to watch the actual news. Yeah, that's right. Because even Trump himself has no idea what's going on with the fucking virus. (laughs) Here's what he thinks the country has learned from all of this. I will say this. Our country's learned a lot. We've learned about <laughs> social distancing. Hey. We've learned about the hands. We've the hands. About, uh, <laughs> the hands. Uh, staying away, at least during the time. Staying away. This is even uh, a little bit. I love around. learning about the hands. Uh, I love learning staying away. Staying away. Disease. disease. We've learned about disease. Whatever you want to call it. Whatever you want to call it. I was walking through the room names. and turned around and was like, oh, <laughs> and, uh, oh, oh, oh. 
we can start thinking about as an example mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm, parts mm -hmm. of our country are very lightly very affected very lightly affected uh, very mm -hmm. small numbers okay uh, small numbers uh -huh. uh, you look at a state great governor Mm. Pete Ricketts. Uh, Pete Ricketts? <laughs> oh, Pete Ricketts. At, uh, <laughs> What's Pete Ricketts doing? The kind of numbers they have out there. They have one of the great, one of the great hospitals there too. One oh, of the great God. hospitals. He, he calls them in countries. Alaska. You look at Nebraska. You look he at calls them countries Iowa, in a minute. Yes. You look at Iowa. You look at uh, here, here, many, here. I could name many countries. That, <laughs> I was like, uh, the guy is. Handling, he's uh, off his. Meds. I can't wait to travel internationally to Idaho. Affected to the same extent. He named. Frankly, not even country states with <laughs> with really populations of 110, and even said small number of people affected. We don't have to have the disease to be affected by this. Everyone is affected. Everyone, right? The whole entire country. Idaho and Alaska, like and Nebraska. Are you? Have you lost? Over the next three or four weeks, that'll be social distancing. Those people live like three miles apart. Exactly, literally. So they're working on that right now. Hey, but we've learned about social distancing, we've learned about the hands, yeah. and we've learned about staying away during a time of a disease. Okay? Staying away during the time of a disease, guys. So and you know what? That Nebraska, Idaho, and Alaska, and a bunch of other great countries mm -hmm. have low numbers and are fine. Yeah. All right. Well... The comedy doesn't stop with Trump and his tragic task force. Turns out the first lady is hilarious, too. And even though Melania never joins the cast of Coronavirus Live, she's always there in Trump's heart. Here's him telling a beautiful and romantic story about how Melania has no idea what's going on around her ever. You know, it's very funny. My wife, we were at a <laughs> charity event in New York City. I had just announced crying. that I was running. Again, back to him and running we and the fucking the Robin being Hood elected. Foundation, like at the convention center. Not one good memory. Who asked you about this? Not one good memory of being president. No. And I was walking in. Except for this now, this virus. And there was a smattering of booze <laughs> and a smattering of cheers. I was getting both. Oh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And our very popular first lady. <laughs> She's turned out to be a very popular out people. To be a popular great respect for her. People but have great respect. A uh, very popular first lady said to mm, me, "Funniest thing I've ever heard." Huh, that's strange. Is that strange, I've never Donald? Heard anybody booing you? Really? That was very early on, because I think I called for strong borders, or I called for something that other people don't like, you know. And I knew this would happen. I knew it was going to happen. He knew it was going to happen. What, what a think, beautiful what do you story. Think is funnier that she had never heard him being booed mm -hmm. or that she's very respected and very popular. <laughs> she's a very popular. She, turns out she's a very popular first lady because of the hands and because of she's a she's just she's one of the great first ladies. Well, that's good because now it's time mm. to spend a moment with mm. Melania. Mm. <laughs> So, as First Lady of the United States of America, Melania Trump is expected to be a leader in her own right. 
Some of the past first ladies have been so influential that they changed the goddamn world. I mean, look at Betty Ford, okay? Her husband became president accidentally. He wasn't even supposed to be president. He never even ran for president. And if it wasn't for her, every single celebrity you've ever heard of in your entire life would not have had the guts to even go to rehab. And if they did go to rehab, it would have ended their careers. But thanks to Betty Ford, Ben Affleck gets to keep working. Her bravery and leadership changed the public perception of addiction. Betty Ford is a fucking god to be worshipped. And she's not alone. There's Hillary Clinton, Michelle Obama, Eleanor Roosevelt, Nancy Reagan, Jimmy Carter's wife, whatever her name was, and like <laughs> other old good ones that I don't know because I suck at this job. Jimmy Carter's wife like did a lot for like... Isn't it June Carter? Oh no, no that's, that's June Carter the, like, Cash. Yeah. Ugh. It's like Rosalind and she did a uh, lot for like mental health awareness and stuff. There's mm. there's other good ones, but I'm okay. not even trying it. Okay? okay. I can't even deal with George Washington. That's even too far back. I'm like, not relevant, not relevant, <laughs> not relevant. I'm sure that Melania is trying to emulate Jacqueline Kennedy. Mm. Another first lady with a philandering husband who was known for her beauty, style, and grace. <laughs> Jacqueline Kennedy influenced American culture. More than she influenced legislation, which is why I didn't include her in the other list. But Jackie Kennedy was an icon, okay? Why she is in top of the pops of first lady lists is because she redefined what it meant to be the first lady forever. She did not fucking let anyone else tell her how to be. She was going to do exactly what she wanted with her cheating fucking husband. She was like, you know what? I'm going to put on my fucking clothes and i'm gonna change the world with my fashion and i'm gonna roll on in and decorate the white house and be like read time to redecorate and then be like oh yes news come and see how i redecorated and everyone's like who could possibly care and they're like turns out sweetie the world cared because they wanted to see the inside of the white house and they wanted to see what jackie kennedy did that's just like a few of the things she's like okay i don't get involved in men's businesses but like i'm gonna de redecorate and it's like you know what that was her contribution and it mattered yeah. and also just doing Doing you matters, especially mm -hmm. when you do that for other women to see. Like, I'm doing me. Mm -hmm. You're not going to shame me for doing me. Because mm -hmm. it's easy, real easy for me to like, I don't really like the Kennedys. So I got to, you know, give credit where credit is due. Okay. And you know what? If if Jack, if Jack Jacqueline Kennedy had to address the nation about a pandemic that is making our lives look like a movie where Morgan Freeman is president and Ben Affleck <laughs> is an astronaut, she would kill that shit, okay? She'd play her role as first lady mm -hmm. like she was born to do it. Why? Because she motherfucking was. Well, this week, <laughs> it became time for first lady Melania Trump to finally cement her place in history beyond the porn stars and playmates who fucked her husband. Her team filmed a one-minute video of her standing in the White House addressing the nation about coronavirus. And then they posted it on all the White House social media accounts. I saw the video on the White House YouTube channel. Oh, you didn't know the White House had a YouTube channel? <laughs> of course. That's where they post all their funny videos. Like this one from Melania. Today, I want to speak with you about coronavirus. Today, I want, I want to speak to you about coronavirus. <laughs> and what it means for you and your family valjanges need to be made now oh my god this is not how we will live forever our children will return to school <laughs> people will return to work we will gather at the places of worship oh my god concerts and sporting events again i urge you to stay connected to family and loved ones through the video chats phone calls, social media, and other safe technologies. Please be sure to follow CDC guidelines, oh, no. which can be found at coronavirus.gov or 
cdz.gov, along with all the information and resources. Stay safe and remember, while many of us are depart, we are all in this together. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so that's the real, that is the, the, the transcript of the actual one minute video, and it was obviously next level comedy which is why it has a million views and 10,000 comments on YouTube alone now you can always tell if a post is good by the first five comments because on YouTube people upvote the ones they agree with here's what a million people thought about Melania Trump's historic COVID-19 address to the nation I'm an mighty I'm gonna read the first five comments okay 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 the first comment, which got 4,000 upvotes and 200 replies, that all basically, all the replies just basically, in a nutshell, said yes. Okay? Here's what the comment says. Quote, is this anyone's first time hearing her voice for the first time? <laughs> okay. So, okay. Obviously, I'll, I'll read it one more time. Is this anyone's first time hearing her voice for the first time? So out of a million people that this is the, they've upvoted this to the top when it's clearly a very flawed uh, sentence structure. Is this anyone's first time hearing her voice for the first time? Um, okay, you don't need both first times. <laughs> 200 people basically said yes. Wow. And 4,000 people voted it to the top. And that's not the only comment. If you go through the million, there's 800,000 other people that are like, oh, I've never heard her speak. Wow. So that was shocking, to say the least. <laughs> the, the next one says, I haven't heard this woman's voice like ever. <laughs> the next one is, if it wasn't for the fact that this is the official White House YouTube, I would have thought this is Detroit Become Human. Detroit Become Human is a video game about robots. The next comment she sounds like robots in a game that tell you what your task is. Um, something tells me that game's called Detroit Become Human. <laughs> Next comment and last. These are the top five. Is it just me or does she sound like a flight attendant talking about safety procedures? <laughs> that from Alice. I thought Alice's should have been at the top. Yes. But apparently Detroit Become Human is a video game everyone needs to get into where they have sexy Melania robots walking around and telling you what to do. Oh, YouTube. Oh, America. After seeing the video, I realized we still don't really know how Melania feels about all this. Like, damn, let the bitch talk longer than a minute so she can tell us what the fuck she's up to. <laughs> well, lucky for us, she's here to answer those questions and more. So let me finally shut up and welcome our funny, robotically glamorous first lady, Melania Trump. Thank you for having me here, Bandy. I liked your video. Thank you. It was, uh, it takes long time to make this video because my husband, he was working on press conference coronavirus live show. And I had to do something quick before I got on helicopter and get out of town. <laughs> well, how's Baron? Are you worried about... I took Baron, come with me. He can do a school from, school from video. He does school from video, and I say, Baron, we go out of here. We're not staying in this country. When the, obviously, we don't go to Italy or whatever. We go to Saint-Robert. <laughs> we meet Ivana. We go hunker down because she has a 
thing underground, but it's glamour, 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 nice. glamour. You do sound like you haven't been speaking much English. Are the people around you? My English is is not first language. But I mean, are you? Are there most people hanging around you speaking predominantly? Czechoslovakian or whatever no I don't hang around with those people no more from Slovenia oh I got away from them I say you don't I don't we don't because they are peasants they are um you know they work in field but your parents live here I made sure my parents come with me because when I make um, illegal immigration, mm-hmm. um, because I'm hooker, <laughs> I say my parents come with me. That's the only way I do go to make sex on you, Donald. Oh, that's, you see? Oh, that's a good trade. That's perfect. It doesn't last long. It's not too much. You know, right. we can all go, you know, think about what you can do for one minute. It's not the worst. Was the know? story he told about you true? Um, on Coronavirus Live where he talked about you. What's funny is that he thinks that I talk to him at all. (laughs) So I think that's hilarious. I go with him to events. I pretend to hold hand. I sit down. I don't say one word. And if I (laughs) the one word I do say is don't touch me. (laughs) That's what I say. I don't say nothing else. So were you you were you weren't surprised you heard booze. Um, I was booing too. <laughs> it was me. That's why he thinks it's so funny because you know who booed me. I go boo, 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 <laughs> boo, boo. That's what I do. Do you like how the video turned out? I mean, what's the feedback been like for your for your address about coronavirus? My figure look amazing. I still in shape. My hair That's true. flawless. I thought you looked beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Very cat like. Uh, my goal is to look like. Um, a tigress. Ooh, it's working. And a jaguar because those are very powerful cats. And the woman in the cat world is the one who has all power. You know, the woman does hunting. The men, they come around, do raping, whatever. But then you go, I'm going to go and do the hunting. And I'm, <laughs> you, you will only eat because of me. So <laughs> I'm trying to look like that. Plus skin must go back. You know, keep going back and back, back and back and back. It's working on you. It's Thank beautiful. You. I thought you. you looked beautiful. Thank you. I mean, you're. That's the most important thing. Do it's. So we don't. Ru- yeah, we don't rude. speak of it. How old do you think you are? <laughs> I think I'm 37. Oh, okay, but um, how old know? should I think you are? You should probably think I'm 54, 55. Oh, okay, well then probably. you look great. Maybe you 57. Look, you look good. Maybe less. And you know, it's like that's what happens when you you know do facelifts and stuff is like it gets like that and it's like you gotta just get you get used to it and it's like you look pretty you're pulling that off i think thank you i and you know the thing for me is staying pretty staying fit eating well and not really ever being involved and making sure i'm away you do the video oh they make me do all of those i don't want to do any of that i don't want to give speeches be best who some dumb bitch wrote that from the (laughs) office i was like who i don't know what that means and she's so stupid this dumb idiot and she's like the head of the team i don't even want a team i want you know what i want i want a glam squad that's what i want i want a bunch of gay men's to come around to make me up i I don't even want women around me they're probably mean to you now are they uh, do you have a gay glam squad or are people rejecting you some people do reject me. I hope but there's some, some people lurky are using gays that I are have, coming around you. I have many effagpires <laughs> um, around me <laughs> and I don't mind it. I like it. You know, I, I don't. I, it makes me feel alive. That's who I feel comfortable with. Yeah. You know, I can't. I can only speak for myself, but actually I'm going to speak for 
anyone else who's cool enough to know we're excited for you to like get divorced from him when this is over thank you so much do you think you can do it right away or do you have to do a few years uh according to contract i have to wait two years after he's done being president after he's done being president i just have to wait two years then i'm going to divorce him and we already have i have the package ready they already put the money into the account you have to live with him those two years unfortunately at least a little bit you know (laughs) yeah he can he'll probably want to stay at mar-a-lago with all the other hookers he has and his mistresses Mm -hmm. um but i will probably go because wherever Baron need to go to school yeah that's where I would be near well we're all looking forward to you breaking free from pain <laughs> and I, I for one am gonna stay loyal and stay a fan and know that you are basically being held hostage basically I am like ex machina exactly also, PS which is what they thought on YouTube it's true surprise <laughs> Now it's time for So There's That. All right, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a So There's That moment that's happening because of or in spite of the giant zombie pandemic nightmare that we are all living in right now. Trump and his trolls make it impossible on a normal week. But during this shit, it's got to be damn near impossible. But tell us, Meow Meow, what in the fuck could you possibly have come up with for your <laughs> So There's That on this incredibly virusy week? I mean, what light is in the pandemic tunnel? We don't know. How could I possibly feel anything positive after watching Tiger King? Gross. Honestly, I thought that shit was going to be like the entertainment. Like I said. I can't even stop talking about it because I'm I, I, I'm in a full I was already in a in a pandemic in a pandemic panic panic demic. and now I'm in a full blown panic rage depression pandemic in addition to my pandemic depression and regular depression Dude, you didn't even finish it I hate that show and I want everyone on it to get mauled to death and I wish for the tigers to go live in New Zealand in the Shire anyway it's got me all on animals now. And that's not where I want my head. And though we have to keep our minds from thinking about where the diapers go and child and human sex trafficking, my mind has been exploding. Homeless people and, you know, child abuse. And there's a lot of a lot of vulnerable people who are in pain and suffering. And it's just, you know, it's it's hard to live with it. That's why we have to do drugs and alcohol. Exactly. The minute this is done. That's correct. And that's why that's this show makes me think of all of those things. Okay. Now, because of the intense amount of mind time I've been experiencing <laughs> and my new commitment to five day a week plant and possibly cheese based diet, <laughs> I do appreciate <laughs> I do appreciate the following Twitter suggestion for this. It's not possibly this- cheese. It's definitely cheese. You're not going you're not going off cheese. We're not going no. off eggs. No, 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 no. You no. know, I'm not. It's too far. It's just do I eat cheese every day or do I eat it a couple times a week? Okay. Now. I appreciate the following Twitter suggestion for this feel good tidbit that really ex- sort of uh, that really is this week. So there's that. This is from Alex Y on Twitter um, and her handle is at Steadfast Swifty. T Swift forever and always. <laughs> That's right, Alex. Now, unfortunately, in this shitty animal torture week, we found ourselves in that everything is so funny. It's so entertaining. Meow meow. <laughs> Here's a headline that reads as follows. 
Stuck at home, Americans turn to foster pets for companionship. Mm. Now that stuck at home, Americans turn to foster pets for companionship. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And that made me just quickly look to see what was going on with pets. Now, it is a gamble to go online to look up anything about animals. No, no. So now because, you know, people are discarding their pets as well. Don't. God, this is really enraging. This is waking up Jewish nightmare. Wait, what's your name? Jewish Jewish weapon. Oh, yeah. The Jewish weapon comes out and it's like, you know, and I have to I have to do the talking to where I have to be like, meow, meow. You got to change your you got to look at something else. Go think of rainbows. Think of pussies. Now I did. um, Now in in navigating the landmines, I did find uh, I did find, you know, landmines. But I also found um, other amazing headlines. For example, before Minnesota Animal Shelter temporarily halts adoptions, hundreds of pets find new homes. Every animal up for adoption. Why is it halting adoptions? They're not. I don't because they're going to give coronavirus to people. I don't know. Every animal up for adoption at Wisconsin Humane Society finds home amid coronavirus pandemic. Alone, no more. People are turning to dogs, cats, and chickens to cope with self isolation. I mean, not for nothing. I just want to say a really bitchy, like intrusive remark, but go adopt a fucking child. I know that a lot of people are sitting up in their place alone and this is a really hard time for people. And it's a really hard time with like people with any kind of, you know, mental health issue. And I speak from experience. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, and I feel really sad for people. And it's even just comes down to something as simple as being an extrovert or an introvert or an ambivert or an omnivert. It's like you're fucking in the house. You're not getting your life. Your energy is drained. But it's like, think. Go fucking consider adopting a fucking child that will ruin your life because they're insane, too. Yeah. (laughs) Because any adopted dog you're going to get is going to be fucking crazy. Well, well, right. And uh, but unfortunately, people can't adopt another human being because of fucking coronavirus. But maybe this will inspire people Mm. to do it. Yeah. Now, in case you're wondering, that's what I meant. Right. (laughs) Now, in case you're wondering, can animals give me the coronavirus? Probably. How many times have you said no. that out loud? What's going to happen? What's how does coronavirus affect the dogs? I remember, like, like literally last week, and I go, that can't be the first time you've thought that. You had to have already Googled that. Yeah. Well, actually, there's no evidence that pets such as cats, dogs, bunnies will give you coronavirus. And in fact, as of now, they're saying that the virus lives on non-porous surfaces, the like the best, like metal or smooth surfaces, like your counters or crack pipes. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And um. If it's in their fur, if it's in their fur for whatever reason, it somehow gets lost in there or it's harder to transmit to your skin. I, you know, so it gets lost in their eyes. Mighty's (laughs) right here at the microphone, guys. So anyway, ultimately, as negative a path as I can go down, which I am right now, I am. (laughs) I do feel the love and I am touched by and feel hope by people who rather than, let's say, turning to social media or Zoom hangouts, these people are saving lives of animals that do nothing (laughs) but offer unconditional love to us. And I'm happy that people. Well, they do shit everywhere and they do. And they're annoying. (laughs) They're life ruiners. (laughs) And they don't get jobs but i'm happy that people for whatever reason are giving them back some of that love i do have to say i've noticed a lot of people particularly in la like out thirsticizing like all of a sudden like and i mean i want to obviously i'm not judging if it this is the time to get your life get your fitness all the shit but i'm talking about motherfuckers dusting off an old armband that holds their phone i'm like that was at the bottom of a drawer Kyle and I can tell you haven't used that in a while it's dusty and stained and all wrinkled up and you've now you're running down you know the street in Burbank 
And I in in, in the midst of all the thirsticizing, I have noticed many people on my street, and I live across the street from a park, and I've noticed many people at the park. Like I know who goes. You know what I mean? I know the dogs of the neighborhood. I right, know the bug right, nuts that walk right, from my right. house. And I'm like, keep it moving. Yeah. Don't slow down. Right. Don't slow down. Get a leash that extends. Your dog can poo and <laughs> shit on my lawn. That's fine. You need to keep walking away from my house. Let your dog do its business. And then you walk back with your bag. And then you go. But I've been seeing a lot of people, ma'am, with big dogs that I've never seen before. And I was like, huh. I can either interpret this as... People are finally walking their dogs that they never walk and they leave locked in a patio and they're cold and scared and hungry and alone. Or I can think maybe I don't notice all the people on my street <laughs> or I can think um, maybe they've adopted these dogs now. I'm thinking because mm-hmm. today I just saw this young girl I've never seen before oh. on my street with a big black dog. I'm like, where'd she come from with her thirst sizing and her thirst <laughs> pet walking? And all, I guess all these people, too, are just like. I guess I'll go walk the dog now. Oh, I mean, everywhere we're all, what can we do but go out and walk the dog, even right. though I don't ever walk my we have, dog. We haven't done it once. Well, I'm hoping now that with what you've said, you've you've added something to my to my thinking, which is that I am glad that people are doing that. And if you're thirsticizing or whatever you're doing, if you got yourself a new animal and you're letting them have their life too, I think that's awesome. And oh, maybe awesome. this will inspire people after the the people especially who live alone or 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 need companionship or wanted to give and receive love in a, in a new way maybe they will go and we'll find that after coronavirus has lifted that adoptions of children will raise to a higher level so there's that Uh, so that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Quarantined Politics. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you all so much. And we're so grateful for all 14 of you. Please consider joining our Patreon podcast if you haven't yet. It's $1 for one hour podcast and $2 for two hour long podcasts. There's no politics, no ads, no talk of masks or flattening the curve, no Trump. And best of all, no pressure to join the Patreon. <laughs> That's right. Just go to www.patreon.com slash politics to sign up. And if you're still on the fence when you get there, scroll down to the episode from September 11th. It's unlocked and free for you to try out. You may as well sign up and listen to a million episodes like while you're cleaning your coronavirus house or coronavirus working out or corona gardening and then just cancel it when you go back and get out in the world again like everyone else is going to do. That's right. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. And quarantine. How'd you do, I? See you've met my faithful hand in hand. He's just a little broad dying because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania.
Let me show you a rhyme And maybe play you a sign You look like you're both pretty groovy Or if you want something visual That's not too abysmal We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie I'm glad we caught you at home Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry Right We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worried. Well, you got caught with a flat world. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Right. Or maybe a bite right. I could show you my favorite obsession I've been making a man With blonde hair and a tan And he's good for a living man Attention. I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. <laughs> <laughs> 